The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This... Is 93.7 the ticket? Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion, Vershawn Jackson. Oh, got a bunch all alone is Vershawn Jackson. And Vershawn, he'll get it to the 24-yard line. Coming at you live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Here he is, for Sean Jackson. Ah, yeah. Let me talk to you. Diamond light, love boy. He moves in space with minimum waves and maximum And we back. It's the captain. It's the ticket. 93.7. Coach Darlington, thank you. If you're still there, are you still there, Coach? Yeah, I can do one more segment, but I really do have to go. All right. Well, listen, Coach. I'm not going. I'm not going to hold you. you, you what's your, give me your best go big red. You got one in you? <laughs> <laughs> you got it. Uh, you don't got one. You you ain't. You, I you know I was I I was supposed to hit Coach Coach McBride up with a just a run it again. I, I know he wasn't gonna give me a go big red. That black shirt <laughs> mentality. You talking about you a nice guy, but the black shirt just the black shirt mentality just came out just right there, Coach. Well, the thing uh, thing is that uh, um, you know we were blessed over a lot of those years with exceptional players. And the way we practice, I call it the uh, Nebraska way of practicing, uh, where people got repetition, nobody was standing around in teamwork unless you were hurt. And uh, the repetition is extremely important. Uh, Some teams, for example, talking with coaches, they would have a 10-minute trick period on Thursdays where they would look at the trick plays that the opponent had run during the uh, last few games. Well, we interjected those plays all the way through our practices, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And uh, again, it was just, we got more reps against things that uh, can make you look, look silly. And uh, the repetition is so, so important. The Nebraska blueprint is, my understanding, there's a team in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, that copies the same uh, regimen. And, of course, with Nick getting mauled by us, uh, you can understand why he would want to emulate things that we did. That is, when you talk about emulating because a lot of people, Coach Osborne told us, we wouldn't understand at the time 
what we did, but when we look back 20 or 30 years from now, we'll understand it. Is that, you know, you hear people say, oh, I don't want to talk about the 90s. Why is that? Why, why, why can't we look back and say and take the positives from the 90s and add it with today's football team and make it work? Well, you have to remember it didn't really just start in the 90s. Uh, you know, I was blessed to be a part of 304 wins here at Nebraska because of what uh, was accomplished. And, uh, uh, you know, the 70s, 80s, and 90s, we didn't win a national championship in the 80s, but we played for three or four, maybe five uh, games during the 80s that uh, had we won, we would have won the national championship. And uh, so we had a consistent program. We tweaked it a little bit, but uh, the bottom line is repetition. If I get, if you get more reps on a particular skill than the person that you're competing against, uh, you're going to win most of the time. And repetition is so, so important. Plus it builds for the future. You think of, uh, Mitch Crank, who was a 12th team tight end when he walked on at Nebraska. Uh, and he was a scout teamer for two or three years and then uh, alternated with uh, Jamie Williams and both played in the NFL. And Mitch has a, a national championship ring from the Bears mm. or, a, uh, you know, Super Bowl. Won the Super Bowl ring. And uh, you say, well, gee, there's no way that guy's ever going to develop into a player that ends up playing in the pros. And he lost a toe, or he would have played more than just one, one or two years. Well, the repetition and the opportunity that players uh, got, that makes a world of difference. And uh, if if teams don't take advantage of, of making sure everybody is working. You mentioned kicking, kicking earlier. Yeah, we had people offense, maybe first and second offense versus first and second defense punts and punt returns. But the other people weren't standing around and drinking Coke and eating bonbons they were working during that kicking period too. You know, uh, we maximized the amount of work that players got and we didn't kill them off. We seldom ever scrimmaged. We had some pretty ferocious thuds, but uh, people were shocked that when we would say, no, we don't, we don't scrimmage during the, the season, you know, we, we play very hard on the two work days, but, uh, you know, repetition is so important and, uh, a lot of teams don't do that. Some of the previous coaches I'd go to practice and there may be more people standing around than we're working. How do you get better if you don't work, if you don't practice your skill? Does like with Coach Solich being fired, did that 
I look at that as being kind of the, the, the beginning of the end of the era. Not that we can't get back, but so much tradition was lost when Coach Solis went. Well, see, he fired a lot of us the year before. He fired us old guys the year before. And what they did is last year, I'm not sure, although I understand maybe Coach Pelini didn't do what we had done defensively for 30 years. But uh, the things went downhill once that was removed because Coach Callahan came with a completely different philosophy, didn't want walk-ons. And uh, the idea that you're not going to uh, have a viable walk-on program and develop players, uh, you're not going to be a consistent winner. One of the things they have a problem with now, because um, they have a number of kids on the team and some good walk-ons, but they're North Dakota State, South Dakota State, South Dakota, those teams would never convince a kid not to walk on and take a scholarship there. Uh, well, that's changed because North Dakota State, of course, has a tremendous program, as do some of the other uh, programs up there. So a player that during my era, all those years, would uh, walk on instead of go to South Dakota State or North Dakota State right out of high school um, would come to Nebraska and, of course, would go to bowl games and and wouldn't stand around, would practice, you know, work on their skills. And I know I used to tell players after a while, look, you walk on for a year, and if it's evident that you probably are going to have a hard time ever playing much, then you could transfer to a 1AA school and be immediately eligible, and you would be better prepared for the second year because you might have been lined up across from a first-team All-American player. Uh, let's say if you're a defensive lineman and you're playing against Brandon Stye, where well, you're going to get better or or you're going to die. <laughs> right. It, you know, Bryce says you, we should – It'd be nice to get Coach Solis, though, back into Memorial Stadium. Um, just for all you guys, I think, uh, kind of got a raw deal in that whole whatever it was that we called football back then uh, with Peterson and those guys. Coach, what is um, – when we when you talk a little bit about uh, the transfer portal, do you think that's bad for football? Oh, I think it's horrible. Uh, you you know the name Eddie Stewart, right? Yep. Eddie Stewart would never have played at Nebraska after first year or so. He would have transferred to Michigan if if uh, the portal was on because we moved him from safety to outside backer. He didn't want to do it, but uh, he became a tremendous outside linebacker <laughs> and his high school coach and. Coach McBride convinced him, look, you signed with us. You played as freshman. Um, you know, stay the course, let's say. 
today, he'd be gone. And not to just pick on Eddie, but that's exact truth. No, wait till after spring ball at these schools. How many guys are wanting to transfer? And and you've got to get on the roller coaster, I guess, and uh, try to snatch a guy or two that can help your team. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you really have semi-loyalty. You don't see a player develop after two or three years of Mitch Crink and people like that. Well, they wouldn't be around. They would have gone somewhere else. I might have been gone somewhere else. I mean, you know, being on scout team for well, two sure. years, playing fullback, sure. buried on the depth chart. But I had, you know, the, the, the Cluster Johnsons. I had some of those big older guys <laughs> that told me to stay the course. To don't, exactly. Yeah, don't give up. So, yeah, I, I, I big time appreciate it. What about NIL, Coach? We'll, we'll close out with this. What about NIL? Well, I don't know quite as much, although some people use it for for recruiting. They'll get a pot full of money, and they ought to be able to get, quote, some marquee players like quarterbacks or great receiver, great running back, and promise them, uh, hey, we're going to get you hooked up with this uh, situation. Again, I think that's atrocious. Um, you know, I think... My understanding, BYU, what they do is they make sure every player on the team gets the exact compensation mm. from the outside uh, entities. <laughs> but, uh, no, it just opens up more things that we would consider cheating. Mm. You're, you're opening up Pandora's box, but – it is what it is. It's open now, so it's a free-for-all. You think we could have handled getting the NIL money back in the day? Oh, you'd have blown it somewhere. <laughs> I wouldn't have tried, though, Coach McBride. I, I mean, Coach Darnton, I would, I, I would hope that we would have had somebody there to tell us don't be foolish with your money. Well, you uh, unfortunately, we had players that, signed big contracts in the NFL and sometimes they went through it like salt through a grate and uh, which was unfortunate but uh, no it uh, you know it, it's just ridiculous uh, uh, they just throw their hands up and allow those things and then number of the kids getting back to port the portal number of them uh, uh, go into the portal and don't get picked up. And then you have Luke McCaffrey. He went to Louisville and uh, got, obviously, wasn't going to be the starting quarterback and then transferred to Rice. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, he'd have been way better off staying at Nebraska and moving to receiver, which he should have been. Uh, he's a tremendous athlete. Tremendous kid, from what I understand, but he just wasn't a quarterback. And uh, he, would, I'm sure, has thought about the fact that I should have stayed at Nebraska. And, uh, you know, he's just an example of that. Yeah, if not, and, and, and I think, too, finishing what you start, you know what I mean? I think that's 
going out the door now. We're teaching these young men to be runners. We're teaching them to uh, quit. And we're teaching them that to not be able to deal with adversity. You know, when the going gets tough, run. I mean, that's that's what. Yeah, well, you think about uh, the walk-ons that we were blessed to coach that hardly ever played. You know, you play in a game game or two and we would blow people out. Well, they were good squad members, just like the guys that were starters. They put in just as much time, just as much hard work, and the lessons of being a part of the team and uh, working to get better, et cetera, et cetera, <laughs> they reaped those benefits too, even though they seldom ever played. Yeah, and 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 didn't I never heard him complain? I never heard him, you know, whine. It was it was just it was business as usual, one for all, all for one. And I think in in order for us to get back to winning games, just not forget winning Big Ten championships, forget winning national championships, but just winning games, they have to have more of the ABCs, the fundamentals of the game, and they have to love each other out there on the football field and and, and practice hard against each other. So. Coach, I, I appreciate you on so many levels. Thank you for everything you've done for me uh, in my lifetime. And because uh, I know you've done the things that you did for me, you did it uh, because you wanted to do it and not because you had to. So I want to tell you thank you. Well, thanks for having me on. And uh, appreciate talking to you. And I'll see you so- soon down the road. Oh, I know you if will. I, and we, and we I will pass my uh, – Test here in a half hour. You ain't listen. That you gonna pass that test with flying colors, Coach? Okay, you take care. All right, you too, buddy. Thank you. Bye-bye. That was Coach Darlington. Um, I don't know what it is with me and defensive coaches, Nick. I'm telling you, I was I was meant to play linebacker. I should have been knocking people's block off, but I was doing that just on the offensive side of the board, the ball, and I would imagine that. You need those guys that are not people's block off on offense as well as defense. So we're going to take a break. It's the ticket, 93.7, the captain.